When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. From one side, uh, Gary Lyon and Mark Robinson, and Gary's comments, I think it was on Wednesday, pretty insightful ones. I know I got a strong reaction from the audience out there and the role that the media has in, in their comments and the comments that they make of players and the responsibility that goes with it. We'll get you the calls and thoughts on that very, very shortly. Don't forget first crack Sunday nights with our next guest, Tom Morris, Lee Montagna and David King. That one happens after bounce at around 8.30. He joins us from Fox footy, Tom Morris. Tommy, thanks for your time. Thanks, Kane. Thanks for having me. Um, is this about the stage you get nervous if you've got a star player who's out of contract? <laughs> yes, it is. I think the buy round sort of acts as a lightning rod in a way, sort of a, a pivot point for clubs to start preparing for life without those players and other clubs to start attracting others. I mean, Harry, Harry Mathai is the, the, probably the best example in the AFL. He doesn't really want to talk about his contract at the moment. He doesn't really want to know what's coming for him. Um, mm. But the buy rounds will, uh, I guess, amplify the interest in him. And I think the longer it goes, the more Carlton will be concerned, although they're very confident at the moment. Uh, the other example is Adam Chera, who I'd be very surprised if he signed at all in the next few weeks. And I think there's a high likelihood that he'll look to come home at the end of the year, not because Fremantle, um, he doesn't like playing at Fremantle, he doesn't like his teammates. It's just purely a living situation. I'm told that the that Chera um, would come home if he does just because he wants to live in Melbourne rather than Perth. So, yeah, this is a nervous time of the year for clubs and it only gets more nervous. And they'll spin it at the end of the year, won't they? They'll say, oh, no, this is fine. We can get something good for these players. There's no doubt that Carlton want to keep hold of Harry. There's no doubt mm. that Freo want to keep hold of Adam. I and mean, that's why they offered Adam a four-year deal at more than $700,000 a year. So yeah. it's an interesting time for clubs, that's for sure. I did see your report during the week. It's been on the table for a long time, you said, from Fremantle. He hasn't got back to them. Clearly, it's going to be a distraction. So their focus is to build their whole team around this young midfield. And they've got games into them. They've given them centre bounce experience. So to lose that after three, four, five years of development and so much resources into it is a massive blow. Then you've got to go again at the draft, which takes another three or four years. What what clubs, um, I mean, Essendon would be an obvious one? Is, yep. there, is there any others that are interested? At the moment, they're just all in a holding pattern, just waiting for, I guess, confirmation that Chera does want to come home, which hasn't come yet, and he could change his mind. He could easily stay mm. um, and sign that four-year deal, but I'm told that there's, a, there's clubs lining up for him, you know, and it won't just be Essendon. I'd imagine Carlton. What about Melbourne, if they can fit him in? Um, what about Collingwood mm. as well? They're looking for midfielders, so I, there's going to be no shortage of suitors. If you remember draft night, I think it was four years ago when, when Chera was picked up, um, he, his family, those in the room, his family, I think more specifically um, his parents, were visibly upset that he was moving into state. 
and not because they didn't trust the Dockers or like Fremantle. They just wanted him Mm. to stay at home in Melbourne. So there's that strong family pull that I think uh, is, is more likely than not to bring him back at the end of the year. All right, let's work through a couple of the others. Cripps, only a matter of time? Yeah, only a matter of time with that. So that was the, the broad details of that uh, financial arrangement with Cripps and his management were ticked off by the Carlton board last Tuesday. Yeah, that's right, last Tuesday, so just just, uh, just over a week ago. Um, and there's still some finer details being worked through, but I expect that to be a four-year deal, which I guess gives Carlton and Cripps some flexibility towards the back end of his career as well. It's not quite a Petrarca, you know, sign-on for life sort of deal. He'll be 30 when he comes out of contract. So he could still potentially move back to WA then. Carlton could potentially still trade him then. So it leaves a little bit of flexibility. But I'm surprised that it's taken this long to announce because it's sort of the worst-kept secret now. But I guess there might be some really minor details to work through with his management, Matt Bain, and also Carlton Footy Club. Zach Merritt, how do you see this playing out? (laughs) I think he's more likely to stay, Kane. Right. I think, I mean, Zach Merritt is highly motivated. Like, he's, he, you could offer him $1.5 million a year at a club down the bottom of the ladder, and he wouldn't go. He wants to go to a club, if he does go, <clears throat> with, you know, a premiership, in the premiership window. Mm. He's been through a lot of Essendon, and I, I think what he was waiting for this year was for the Bombers to start playing some good footy to show him that he could potentially be a premiership player there, which is where he wants to be. Um I don't think it's a financial thing. Essendon's got the money to keep him. They want to keep him. He wants to stay, but he just wants the proof in the pudding first. So club, don't, don't get me wrong. Like Port Adelaide, Brisbane, um, Collingwood went after him last year. You know, they thought they could get him last year, but that was never going to happen because um, mm. they were tied up with other things as we know. <laughs> as we know. Melbourne, Melbourne, sorry, something's in my throat. That's <laughs> Melbourne all right, Footy Club as well. Melbourne Footy yeah, Club get... as well. So... So there's all these clubs that, that would love him, but I do think that Essendon is in pole position because of how they've gone this year, not in terms of the wins, but in terms of the way they're playing and the young players coming through. Yeah, they seem to be absolutely on the right track. Now, selection at Melbourne, and we just spoke to Alex Neil Bullen about this, Ben Brown has been overlooked for Sam Wiedemann. Now, a lot of clubs need a key forward, including Collingwood. He's out of contract. The obvious interest will be there. But what's he worth? What's Sam Wiedemann worth? Oh. God, do I have to give you an answer now? We've got another 10 weeks of the year. I think yeah. he's worth a first-round first pick. Um, mm. His potential's so high, and he had a good year last year. He was just injured in the preseason, but I think he'd be worth a first-round. I mean, if Adam, it's hard to sort of compare year to year, but if, if Adam Saad is worth pick eight as a running half-back slash winger and, and, a, and a reasonable player and a good player, um, mm. then surely Sam Wiedemann's ceiling is higher and he'd be worth a first-round pick at the very least. Uh, Melbourne is still very confident they can keep him. I mean, the reality with Sam Wiedemann, though, is that if he plays the rest of the year, that he could really fatten his price up to become a a star-studded trade target for other clubs as well. But I I still think, a bit like Merritt, that deal will get done. Melbourne is adamant they they can keep him, and... um, but it won't stop a club like Collingwood coming after him. I mean, he fits Collingwood beautifully. He's got the family her- heritage as well. But I still, I still back Melbourne to keep him mm. um, yeah. when push comes to shove. Once again, Collingwood don't have a lot to give. I mean, they're, they're not no. stocked with first-round draft picks. We know that. Uh, last one from me, Jack Billings for Saints fans. Where, where's this one at, do you think? Yeah, I don't think the Saints are going to pay too much to keep Jack Billings. It doesn't mean they don't want him, but he's on a pretty good wicket now because his last contract was pretty juicy. And I'm not sure that they're, as it stands right now, they're going to be willing to 
pay him seven hundred fifty or eight hundred thousand dollars a year, or even seven hundred thousand dollars a year, to hold on to him. Now, it doesn't mean they don't want him at six hundred thousand dollars a year. Everyone's got a price, but I get a sense. I mean, Billings has put it off for the moment, but I get a sense that um, if things don't quite go well for the Saints for the rest of the year, if another club comes for Billings and offers him a, a good long-term deal on good money, maybe in North Melbourne, for example, where Luke McDonald is his best mate, who's just signed a five-year deal. Um, and the Saints can get a first-round, believe they can get a first-round pick as compensation, then that could suit all parties. But there's still a long way to go in this one. And at the moment, everyone's just keeping their powder dry because Billings is playing some reasonable footy. The Saints aren't completely out of it. Um, he's a pretty classy, sort of polished, cherry-on-top type player. But I'm not sure he's quite the, the rolled gold star that they thought he'd be when they took him with pick, pick three in 2013. I mean, really, it, it, pick three in 2013 should be your best or your second best player now. And he's never finished mm. um, He's never finished in the top three of a best and fairest, which I think it might make St Kilda Bork at offering him a really juicy long-term deal. Mm. Fair enough too. Hey, mate, outstanding update. It's going to get fascinating as player movement becomes more prevalent. Um, a lot of ones on the agenda this year. You'll be all over it. Appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, Kane. Have a good day, mate. Tom Morris from Fox Footy. You can check him out with all the... G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.